Journey to Organization, episode 102, 10 Days Alone with My Kids. You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman, advice to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Journey to Organization. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begone, personal organization. And today I want to tell you about the last 10 days of my life. <laughs> um, last week, you all know, I had Faggy Pollock on the show and we were talking about intimacy and marriage and uh, how important that is and, and just having a good marriage in general. And I told you all that I think I have a really great marriage and um I actually think that you can always 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 do better even like myself personally uh I can always do better at organizing let's say or decluttering um and I feel like I could always do better in my marriage so I asked Faggy if I could have her class and she said yes and I did her class I'm doing her class I didn't finish it yet but I'm doing it and I have to already say that it makes a huge difference for me I already feel different about my marriage I feel different about how I uh deal with things in my marriage and um, I might not be rocking it yet <laughs> but I feel like um, I'm excited for the change that could come. Now Faggy's offering a special deal for all JTO listeners um, that is uh, a percentage off her course and if you want to do the course which I highly recommend you do uh, you can head to bit.ly forward slash JTO underscore Faggy, F-A-I-G-Y. And it's a special link just for the listeners. And uh, if you can't uh, access the website, just leave me a voicemail and I can help you get in touch with Faggy directly. Um, Anyway, or leave me an email, write me an email, leave me a voicemail, whatever it is. Um, A few listeners asked me about uh, where I have episode 100 was and for those of you who listen on the hotline episode 100 was with my husband and uh it is not being published on the hotline if you're interested in hearing it drop me a line and I'll try to figure out how to get it to you it is available on other podcast uh platforms so you can check for it there um I'm excited for telling you about this week because This week was probably one of the most difficult weeks of my life, and I definitely don't think I could have gotten through it if we had more stuff in the house, and I want to just explain what happened. So it was Pesach, um, and Pesach ended here Friday in Israel. Uh, Of course, we had Shabbos too. Um, And then Sunday, my husband left for London for 10 days, and um, it was really difficult. Now, he's an amazing guy, so he um, he helped me put away Pesach. We put away Pesach together. We washed everything. We put it away right after Shabbos, and, um, you know, we turned everything over. We transferred from, you know, Pesach jars to Chamez jars, which is always awkward, and you try to not touch anything. <laughs> um I think we did a good job on planning this year. We didn't have a lot of food left over, so that was good, um, but... Really, I was sort of filled with dread over the prospect of him going away for so long. Now, uh, we've been apart before. We've been married for almost 17 years, and we've been apart for much longer periods than 10 days. But 
I never was alone with my kids for 10 days without another grown-up. And even though my kids are bigger and they are, you know, somewhat helpful, (laughs) I was really, I think, now looking back at the week, I was really nervous and I didn't have a good plan in place and I didn't have any backups in place. And um, if I could do it again, I would have basically said to all of my friends in the neighborhood, hey guys, I'm alone this week. I need you to be on call for an emergency. And I think that would have given me a lot more peace of mind. But basically, I had thought about all the times that I've been alone with my kids, like alone, alone. And I have taken my kids on transcontinental flights. I have traveled in Europe with them. I have traveled in America with them alone. But it's never been for more than, I think, three or four days where it's just been me and them alone with no other grown-up. And when we are traveling, it's actually a lot easier to keep your kids like in check because they understand, or at least my kids understand, you know, that we're in a different situation and that they need to do extra good listening and be extra helpful. Also, they're a little more apprehensive about going out of things that they don't know. So, so they stay closer to home. They are more helpful. They, they sense what needs to be done and they are more intuitive about it and they actually help more. But when they're at home and they have like a regular routine with regular goings on, you want to try to live in that routine and, When you also have a routine in that space with your partner, it's very hard to all of a sudden take on all the things that you were suddenly sharing. And um, first I want to say that, you know, shout out to anybody who's a single mom all the time because it's hard. (laughs) Um, I imagine that you have a good support system in place. Uh, I hope you do. If you don't, get it because it's worthwhile Uh, or you know you have parents or family or siblings whatever who live close by who can always help you or really good friends but I think for me that was the biggest thing not from like an organizational standpoint but from an emotional standpoint and one of the things I noticed that happened to me this week was just physically I was more tired but I think that that was also because emotionally I was more tired I didn't have that person to sit with me and, you know, recap the day at the end of the night uh, or at the end of the day. I didn't have someone to say, hey, could you help me with this and delegate to. Now, one thing that I do think that was great that came out of it was my kids have a lot better sense of what they can and cannot do now. And I want to just say that I thought my house, I said to my husband, my husband is actually the clean one. (laughs) Uh, I'm organized, but he, he like, he cleans because it's very um, uncomfortable for him if the house is actually physically like dirty. So I've always just sort of let him do that because it's not my, I don't know, I don't do a good enough job. So I'm like, if you don't like the way I do it, then you do it. And he's fine with that. And I mean, there, it's not like I just trash the house so that, you know, he'll clean it up. But like, and there are definitely things that I clean, but, uh, and over the years he's gotten more relaxed about it. We do have a cleaner to help sometimes, not always, he's not regular, the cleaner, but, um, anyway, I said to my husband before he left, I'm like, don't expect the house to be, you know, in ship tip top shape. (laughs) And I, I think that when he came home 
today, he was uh, surprised <laughs> about how it looked and not in a bad way. All I mean, all the laundry that could have been done was done. I have half a bag right now that's ready to go, but it's not enough for a full load. Um, the dishes are clean. Maybe they're not all put away, but everything's clean. The sink isn't full of dishes. Um, the laundry wasn't finished, but I mean, it wasn't totally put away, but it was all done and it wasn't piles and piles of it everywhere. There was only one basket in the basket and um, the floor was clean relatively. I mean, it needs to be mopped, but it you know, I was able to run the vacuum, um, my iRobot, which you all know that I love my iRobot and I don't get paid for saying that. <laughs> I wish I did. I wish I got paid for every time I say I love the iRobot because I really do love it. I just picked up whatever was on the floor, the table. I put the table, the coffee table on the sofa. I picked up, you know, I made the kids pick up all their shoes and their backpacks and I folded up the chairs and I ran the robot and I slept and it ran and the dishwasher ran and it was nice. <laughs> and when I wake up, I have clean dishes and a clean floor and it's nice. But what I also was able to do this week, which I loved, was delegate more to my kids and that was great because they had this real sense of accomplishment, I think, at the end of this week. For sure, they missed their dad. Um, but I really think that they had a big, big sense of accomplishment. Everybody spent one night making dinner. And of course, I had to help. But when they were involved, they took more responsibility for it. They were more helpful, more understanding about emptying the dishwasher and putting things in the dishwasher. And they were more understanding about how things got made and how you have to prepare and how to prepare yourself. And I think that I couldn't have given them a better lesson than that. And um, they helped fold the laundry, even though for my oldest son, it was really hard for him because he's a little bit of a perfectionist and he would just rather not do something if he can't do it perfectly. And he doesn't understand the idea of practice till you make, till you get it right, you know, but he, he, he did it. He folded his laundry. My other son folded his laundry. My daughter folded her laundry and the laundry got put away. Um, I made a deal with my son. My oldest son is a little bit of a a not so neat person and my husband was a little upset before he left like you have to better clean up your room right so in exchange for a little bit of extra time on his device we went through his room and I said to him I'm like every night I need you to just pick up 10 things from your floor that was it and the first night after the first night I said to him now tomorrow night I want you to focus on the area by your desk and then the next night I told him, now I want you to figure out the top of your desk. And then I told him, you know, you need to figure out how to put things in your toys in the buckets. And every night we just did a small little amount and he did it and he kept it clean. But he understood more how to do it when I broke it down for him and I made the time uh, restriction a little less restrictive for him. And I think that that is a good thing. <laughs> you know, I made it so that it was easier for him with less pressure. And I think that that was an important lesson for me too. Kids want organization and said there, they want to be organized, but they don't necessarily know how to achieve that. So what happens is, is if they don't achieve it, then they, I don't know, they, they get down on themselves for not being able to do it. And so if you have a kid who's struggling with cleaning up their room, break it down for them. Do it by zone. 
Do it by 10 pieces every night. Do it by however you think will be effective for that child, but break it up for them so that it's a more manageable task. Because if it's not manageable, they're not going to do it, especially for a child who's a perfectionist. And, you know, perfectionism is sometimes great, but sometimes it's a huge curse. And for those of you who are perfectionists, you'll know that if you can't do it perfectly, then you'd rather just not do it. And I don't think that's a great response. I think perfect is the enemy of done. It's better to do something than nothing at all. It's better to make a little bit of progress than make no progress, to live in you know a situation where it's stressful just keep moving forward eventually even if it takes a long time eventually the light at the end of the tunnel is gonna come so if that means you do a little bit every day do a little bit every day do you know what I mean but don't don't say I can't do this overall I think the experience was an important one for me one that I've never really had before, which is organization. And the lessons I took away are <laughs> organization is really important, not just organization, but actually having less stuff because, and you know, I mean, I always say this, but it really, really helped me keep everything in check this week. It made me able to focus on the things that, you know, were important to me, spending time tucking in my kids every night so that everyone felt whole and loved, even though a parent was not there to also make them feel that way. And yet it's true. I think in terms of my work, I got a lot less done than I normally do, but uh, I felt like I did okay as a parent this week. I don't think I crushed it. I wasn't perfect, but I was good enough. And I think I was even better than good enough. I think I was okay. And that's important because, you know, your kids want to know that you can handle it. And I think if we would have had more stuff, I don't know if I would have been able to get through the week, 10 days really feeling as intact as I felt. Now, I definitely was exhausted. I, like I said, physically and emotionally exhausted. It's a lot more work, you know, to wake up with your kids um, and and be mom and dad. You know, my husband and I switch, share the responsibility. He handles um, he handles the he takes them to school in the morning and he tucks them in at night. And so there's a lot more that I was doing that I don't normally do anymore and you know at one point I did do those things when he was in school but you know our roles change and they're um they're changing our roles change and you know we don't always do the same things that we did when we first had kids we switch we change roles but um I think that being a mom and a dad to kids is definitely harder and um I think that it would have not been possible for us to get through the week if we didn't have less stuff. That's the truth. Uh, and I and I know that's a fact because our laundry's not overflowing, the dishes are not over the sink, the floor is relatively clean, um, and 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 that's huge. What I also would have, uh, what I also am happy about, or what I learned from this week is that 
Um, kids, my kids can do more, much more than I'm giving them credit for. They can make dinner. They can make their lunches. They can empty the dishwasher, which they were already doing. They can fold their laundry, which sometimes they did. Uh, they can sweep the floor. They can wipe down the table after dinner. They can set the table more, um, which also they always set the table. But, you know, cleaning up at the end wasn't always what they were doing. So, you know, every night my kids wiped down the table and, you know, cleaned up after themselves. And that was huge. And telling them, you know, put your shoes away, make sure your backpack is away, make your lunch, clean out the the reusable bags. These were all things that, you know, they were doing somewhat, but now they understand that they can do this and it's not so hard and they're doing it. And so I hope for my husband's sake that (laughs) a lot of that continues as well, because some of that was his job. Like he always was making the school lunches. So, but you know, if the kids are going to do that every night, then great. That's going to be a lot less stressful for everybody. So... Um, that's huge. Something to take away, you know, that kids can do more than we give them credit for. And by not giving them things to do, I think actually looking back at it, we are doing them a disservice because our kids are going to be grownups and we need to send them out into the world as functioning grownups. And if we don't, then we failed and we need them to be, I'm not talking about kid who has special needs. I'm talking about regular or normal average kids. We need to send them out into the world knowing how to do things. I can't even begin to tell you how many people I see, grown-ups, who don't have that skill, men and women together. They just don't have the skills in place to understand how to run a house, how to make things happen for themselves, how to push themselves forward, how to get their kids to do things. Um, They're too either they're ADHD or they're just scattered or there's so much going on that they can't do it. So I think another thing that's important to say here is that when we were doing something together or not together, we were focused on doing that task. And I think a lot of times people are like, yay, I'm a great multitasker. And I think that there might be some people who are good multitaskers. I think that multitasking is applicable in some situations. If, you know, you sew and listen to the radio, or if you do word processing and listen to music or watch TV or whatever it is, I don't think that there are certain tasks that you can do while doing something else. I agree. But for most tasks, it's important to focus on doing that task. We sat down and we had dinner together every single night. And when my husband is home, we have dinner together most nights. That's true. We do have dinner together a lot of nights and I love that. But this time we did it every single night. And it was more because because I wasn't waiting for my husband to get home from work. If the kids were hungry for dinner at 2:30, I made them dinner at 2:30 and and then they had like a fruit or a vegetable later for for something later. They had a little bit of leftovers from dinner. So one night I made pizza. I made homemade pizza and uh, they were hungry at 2.30. So I made the pizzas and they ate and um, it was fine. (laughs) At night they had like an extra piece of pizza, something that was just left over and some fruit and some vegetables and it was fine. And and I think that having that flexibility because I was home um, with them made it easier for us to eat together. But Uh, you know, because when we're waiting for my husband to get home at 630, you know, sometimes my son has karate or sometimes whatever. We don't always 100% eat together during the week. We try to do it a few times a week, but I think that made things a little bit easier. But we focused on 
eating dinner. We put down our cell phones. We talked to each other. When we were cleaning up, we were only cleaning up. We weren't looking at our phones. We were talking to each other. We were doing it together as a team. And I think that that is what, you know, makes it more manageable when you're not doing things by yourself. When, you know, one kid is refilling the water bottles to put back in the fridge and another kid is wiping down the table and the other kid is bringing the dishes to the sink and I'm washing and one then one kid is drying and putting things away. Like when you're working together, it makes it a lot easier. And it's true. My kids are 10, 10 and 12. But I think you could do, you know, five, six, seven-year-old kids can put the dishes away they can dry the dishes they can they can do stuff (laughs) and we have to let them (laughs) and I think that was like the biggest takeaway so it just um and the other thing that was a big takeaway for me was the planning I didn't plan enough I I didn't seek help enough and uh I I regret that I didn't but you know there's nothing I could do about it now so I'm just going to move forward and that's it but um if I ever go through this again for such a long period of time, I will definitely plan with my friends more because we actually did have a medical emergency and need to go to the doctor. Actually, of course, Friday night, right? But uh, (laughs) it's always Friday night. Uh, But our neighbors were amazing. So shout out to Alan Guidon because they were amazing and they came over and, and ate their dinner at our house so they could stay with the boys. So I could take my daughter to the the doctor for an emergency uh she had an allergic reaction to something and she was really 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 miserable it turns out she needed you know some serious medication so it was good that we went to the doctor but anyways I would have planned better and uh I'm not sure exactly what that planning would have looked like maybe I would have cooked a little bit more in advance or maybe I would have just asked for more help but regardless I um I would have asked for more help. So just to recap, 10 days by myself with my kids. I'm glad that I'm organized. I'm glad I have less stuff. It made my life easier. My house is in a wreck. I feel like I did okay because nobody's dead. (laughs) The house didn't burn down. (laughs) Um, And everybody made it to the end. So that's good. Maybe a little worse for wear, but not too bad. Uh, Perfectionism won't help you. Focus on the tasks that you're doing and enjoy it while you're doing it also and let your kids do more because that's really important our kids are capable our kids can do more um this week i'm gonna focus on uh finishing up figgy's course (laughs) and so i really hope that you'll also take it so we can you know discuss it again i hope you liked the the um interview with Faggy. I thought it was a really good interview and I'm going to be practicing vulnerability with you all a little bit more as I think it will help me in my marriage. So here I am. I'm vulnerable with you. I'm telling you what I felt was successful, what I felt was not successful, how I did it. Um, It definitely was emotional for me. And like I said, the planning would have definitely mitigated some of the emotion a lot. (laughs) So for now, I wish you all a great week and happy organizing. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at Balagonbegon and on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit balagonbegon.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.